This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Domestic violence is an age-old problem, but a new tool promises to help abuse victims assess the risk of extreme violence or even death at the hands of a partner. He may threaten to kill her, but she's like, oh, he's just saying one more awful thing. People do not threaten to kill other people lightly. Then... Higher education is a well-established institution, and a profitable one, too. But are college educations grossly overrated when many graduates struggle to find good jobs? There's an enormous amount of stuff that we're required to learn in school where the odds you would ever use it in the real world after the final exam are tremendously low. If it's neither useful nor fun, then what is it but waste? Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. Don't go away. InfoTrack comes your way right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Domestic violence, violence against women, and intimate partner violence not only cause serious harm, they can be deadly. A groundbreaking questionnaire has been developed to measure the risk of death among abuse victims. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Domestic violence continues to victimize women and men, girls and boys around the world, despite efforts to stamp out the problem. This violence can be emotional, physical, sexual, and can happen among same-sex partners. It is most often directed at women. Now, there's renewed emphasis on a highly regarded tool to help assess when a woman is in danger of being killed in domestic violence. Joining us is the assessment creator, Dr. Jacqueline Campbell, a Johns Hopkins University researcher who authored or co-authored seven books and 230 publications on domestic violence. Doctor, although government data says half of American female homicides are committed by a current or former intimate partner, this is not just a women's issue, is it? No, it's not. And women also sometimes kill their intimate partner, a male intimate partner most often, but the number of homicides done by women against male partners is first of all far less. In the United States, it's about a five to one or four to one ratio. And also when it occurs, there's been prior domestic violence against her in somewhere around 75% of the cases. The danger assessment tool has been updated most recently to address same-sex abuse among women. Does the general public still falsely believe that women cannot be abusers? The general public finds it unusual when women are abusers, and in fact our national data says the same thing that although women are sometimes abusive toward an intimate partner, male or female, it's far more likely, at least for the serious abuse, for the serious physical abuse, that that is being done by male partners. You now have a version of your tool for immigrant women. Give us a few issues that uniquely put immigrant women at risk. One of the things we find for immigrant women is that oftentimes if they are actually employed or well-educated, that that can sometimes challenge what is the norm in a country where this couple comes from. 
And so this becomes problematic for a female partner if it violates the cultural norms in that country where men are supposed to be the major breadwinners, where men are supposed to be in charge both in the home and in society. We also find for immigrant women that they are oftentimes very isolated in a number of ways, that oftentimes their male partner is reluctant to, for instance, let them learn English, that the woman is considered to be the last person that needs to learn English. In fact, for many abusive immigrant men, it's preferable that she does not learn English. And he may say it's in order for her to keep the cultural norms at home, that keep the culture there for their family, but it in effect further isolates her and makes her afraid to reach out and to seek help. There's also issues of immigration status or citizenship status. And even though her citizenship may be well on its way to finalization, she may have a green card, she may be even have become a citizen, that oftentimes an abusive male will threaten her that someone will get deported if she ever discloses the violence. So these are some of the issues that are particularly relevant for immigrant women. Your danger assessment tool has two parts. First, a calendar. Tell us the objective with that. Well, the calendar is incredibly important because on the calendar, the woman places each incident of violence and does it on a scale of one to five. So working backwards, proximate dates, it doesn't have to be the exact date, but she actually puts on the calendar how severe the abuse has been in terms of what was done to her and in terms of any injury that occurred afterwards. So then as she looks at the calendar, as she fills it out, she can see for herself how often the abuse is happening, whether or not it's getting worse or more frequent over time, what kind of patterns there are. Is there something that she can pick up that, oh, if I did some safety strategies on his paydays every other Friday or whatever it is, when he oftentimes stops at a bar and he has too much drink and comes home and we start arguing, is there something I could do that would keep that kind of pattern from happening. So it's both in terms of her seeing for herself how often the abuse is happening, whether or not it's getting worse, versus us trying, we as advocates or healthcare professionals, trying to get her to understand what the pattern is. She can see it for herself. And one of the things I have found over many decades working with abused women is they're smart, they are strong, and they are resourceful. But oftentimes that pattern has been hidden to them because they're hoping that the abuse is getting better or hoping that he is learning to do differently. And they can see it for themselves. If it's not that often, they can also see that for themselves. So that's the beauty of the calendar. It works with her as an adult learner. And the 20-question quiz about risk factors, what are maybe two or three of the most telling factors that indicate a woman could be in jeopardy? Well, one of the most important is if he has actually threatened to kill her. 
people say, well, well, yeah, of course you should take that seriously. But it's interesting, oftentimes abused women, he may threaten to kill her, but she's like, oh, he's just saying one more awful thing. And she may not understand that people do not threaten to kill other people lightly. And we should always pay attention to that. Another one that's a very strong risk factor is if he owns a gun. And that's not to say that gun owners are going around killing their wives, but it's abusive men who own a gun that that can sometimes be a lethal combination, especially if there's some of the other risk factors that are happening. We're speaking with Dr. Jacqueline Campbell, a Johns Hopkins University researcher who developed a danger assessment tool. Doctor, is this tool something anyone can administer to someone else, maybe a friend or relative? Yes, absolutely, and it's available on our website, dangerassessment.com. It's available there for free. Anybody can use it. And one of the things I want to stress is I'm a nurse. There's a shortened form of the danger assessment that's available for professionals in the healthcare system that has a protocol to go with it. Do you believe the Me Too movement has empowered more women to remove themselves from dangerous home life situations or at least report the violence? I definitely believe that the Me Too movement has helped women be empowered in the sense that they realize that this is not okay. It's not okay to be forced into sex by anyone, even if it's your husband or boyfriend. What it does help women do is say, it's not okay, and we're going to do something about this. Now, the solution is not always to leave him. The solution is not always to call the police, although both of those possibilities women need to think about and consider the pros and cons. But there are other solutions available. There are intervention programs for abusive men that are definitely worth trying. There are many possibilities that women can use to try and address the situation. But it does make people realize, you know, this is not okay. And it's a problem that needs to be addressed. And once again, that's DangerAssessment.com to get to the actual tool. Dr. Jacqueline Campbell, noted researcher on domestic violence, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Gina. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, is a college degree a waste of time and money? That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.